Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q102, good morning. It is Groundhog's Day. It is 21 degrees as you're heading out the door, and wind chill makes it feel like 13, pretty chilly. Going to see the sun in a little bit, though. That's a first for a couple days. That'll be nice. Uh, and we have 75 shutdown southbound, around 74. Tori will have more in just a minute. But uh, let's start with some E! News. We have, uh, what, GameStop Very... movie coming mm-hmm. up and Marilyn Manson in the news and some sad news from Saved by the Yeah, Bell. this was really sad to hear yesterday. Dustin Diamond Screech from Saved by the Bell died yesterday. He was only 44. He was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer just three weeks ago. Completed his first round of chemo last week. His team said he was diagnosed with this brutal, relentless form of malignant cancer and it spread rapidly throughout his system. The only mercy it exhibited was its sharp and swift execution. Dustin did not suffer. Now, according to reports, he wasn't a smoker and he thought that the cancer may have come from asbestos in the CD motels he'd stay at while on the road. What? But it sounds like it started somewhere else and then spread to his lungs. Uh, The end came very quickly over the weekend. The British tabloid said the doctors told him it would likely be terminal and that he had anywhere from a few weeks to a year or two left. Gosh, that was so fast. Dustin had two final wishes to meet his idol, Justin Chancellor, the bassist from Tool, and to visit the Star Wars exhibit at Disney World. Dustin's friends said that he was a huge Star Wars fan and he was thinking of starting a Tool tribute band before he was diagnosed. He taught himself several Tool songs by watching YouTube videos. Obviously, his cancer took him before he had a chance to do those things. So, very sad. Now, we know his former co-stars from Saved by the Bell. Uh, what what had, you know, he'd burned some bridges along the Huge. way with a lot of them. He wrote a tell-all book. Wrote a book. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then did, he started talking smack about them after that, too. And wasn't he doing porn at he some point? He did something, I think, something. like a mile. In the industry, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Something. He also had he. He's selling T-shirts. That, yeah, but he also like had to file for bankruptcy, and then that's when a lot of people said that he started like jumping the ship on Saved by the Bell, and he had some alien thing going on. Like he had a lot of different. He's an interesting dude. Feelings out there. We have some audio from uh, an interview back in the day talking to him about his role on Saved by the Bell. I'm here with Dustin Diamond, the star of NBC's Saved by the Bell. And who do you play in uh, Saved by the Bell? Uh, Samuel Screech Powers, but I'm otherwise known as Screech. Screech, right. Uh, what is the show about? Uh, it's about a half an hour. No, I mean, obviously, playing Screech was a comedy character, but then being a kid, my parents would put me to bed, and sometimes I'd sneak up, and I'd see, like, you know, George Carlin or yeah. Steve Martin or Stephen Wright, and... and uh, it was really just kind of a fun thing. It was, you know, you bring the whole family together, and as you get older, you know, comedy, uh, the power of laughter was is such an amazing this thing. My flea circus. You <laughs> <laughs> caught me. I couldn't kill him. I love the little guys. Oh, yeah. A lot of people loved him as a character. Yeah. And, you know, his former co-stars, they were all very gracious. Elizabeth Berkley, 
Lark. Is it Voorhees? Yeah, Voorhees. Um, Mark Paul Gossler, Tiffany Thiessen. Uh, they all came out and said really nice things about him and said they were you know, truly sad. And he was a true comedic genius. And Mario Lopez said, you will be missed, my man. The fragility of this life is something never to be taken for granted. And Mario had said that they were hoping to get him on season two of Saved by the Bell, the revival. But now he's pushing for there to be some kind of tribute. He said, I'd love a whole episode dedicated to some of his most iconic moments or something like that. We have a lot of very creative minds who can try to figure it out, but I haven't had those conversations yet. Aww. that was He was so scrawny when those episodes yeah. first started. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. He was so small. Definitely a big part of... Uh... At least I know you and growing I, Fridge, up, growing yeah. up, watching Saved by the Bell on Saturday morning after Miss Bliss. Remember Miss Bliss? Oh, yeah, Miss Bliss. the original show. Well, I was like, talked about this before, but when I would get home from school, it was on at like 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, 4. And so you would just <laughs> sit and watch it the whole time. We'll uh, talk more about the GameStop movie and Marilyn Manson, uh, people accusing him of abuse. Those stories next. But right now, the big story this morning is 75 Southbound. Toria with the latest. <laughs> Q102, Justin Bieber there, 638 right now. Cold morning, 75 southbound. We got problems around 74 details in a minute, but uh, some crazy news this morning. You want, do you want to do the GameStop movie or the Marilyn Manson abuse? Let's start with GameStop. Okay. Um, we don't really know how this whole game... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. GameStop Wall Street thing is going to end, right? But there is already a movie in the works. And yeah, Netflix is the one that's doing it. It's being written by Mark Bull, who also wrote The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. Noah Centineo from To All the Boys I've Loved Before will star. In addition, MGM won a bidding war to adapt a book about this chaos, a book that hasn't even been written yet. So I can I immediately think of the social network. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna, definitely an interesting story. Yeah, without a doubt. So that'll be interesting to see. It's amazing how quickly they can turn these things around these days, especially that Netflix, man. They're crazy. I always think that that's kind of an interesting angle because, you know, it could take months and years to create a movie. Mm-hmm. And then the Netflix people put one out in a month and it has, you know, tens of millions of viewers. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, hey, <laughs> hey, big guys in Hollywood, there's new ways of doing things. No. And that and I'm sure that scares the living crap out of and them. And then Tom Cruise gets really angry and screams at people. <laughs> Yeah, you could shoot a movie on your iPhone and have it on Netflix within three mm-hmm. weeks. I bet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, probably a couple of days, mm-hmm. depending on how long it was. All right, so this happened yesterday, and the floodgates are just wide open. Evan Rachel Wood yesterday accused Marilyn Manson of abusing her over the course of their relationship. So it was in an Instagram post. She said he started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. 
I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I am here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent. In 2018, she spoke before Congress in favor of a sexual assault survivor's bill of rights. She said that she had suffered, quote, toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse. But at the time, she didn't name Manson as her abuser. But yesterday's Instagram post, several other women said he abused them, too. All of them saying they suffer from PTSD and other psychological issues because of what he did to them. This is from 2018 when she spoke to uh, Congress. Yeah, to Congress. My experience with domestic violence was this. Toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse, which started slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me, raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. And the worst part, sick rituals of binding me up by my hands and feet to be mentally and physically tortured until my abuser felt I had proven my love for them. In this moment, while I was tied up and being beaten and being told unspeakable things, I truly felt like I could die, not just because my abuser said to me, I could kill you right now, but because in that moment I felt like I left my body and I was too afraid to run, he would find me. I froze, and it was as if I could see myself from the outside, and for the first time in months, I felt something, utter shame and despair. I had no idea what to do to change my situation, so I went numb, and soon I couldn't feel anything. I wasn't alive. My self-esteem and spirit were broken. I was deeply terrified, and that fear lives with me to this day. Yeah, Rose McGowan, who also dated Manson, threw her support behind Evan, but didn't take any shots at Manson. She also got some love from Anna Paquin, Selma Blair, Marge Helgenberger, uh, Lana Glazer, and more. Manson's record label dropped him yesterday. As a result, Stars is removing him from an upcoming episode of American Gods, and the streaming service Shudder is scrapping an episode of Creep Show that he's in. A lot of people also been bringing up a 2009 interview where he said, quote, I have fantasies every day about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer. Music journalist actually brought it up last year, and his rep said it was, quote, obviously a theatrical rock star interview promoting a new record and not a factual account. But in an Instagram post of his own, Manson said the the allegations against him are, quote, horrible distortions of reality. So I'm sure there is a lot more to come Mm -hmm. on that one. I've always been, you know, fire, right, right. right. He's always been one of those. It's like, man, he dates a lot of really beautiful, talented women. And I would look at him and I'm like, what's the appeal? I've always thought he's just been so messed up. Like, I don't understand. He just, for me, is like one of the most out there people I've ever known. Unsettling. Yes. Yeah. Um, Do we have any happy news for E! News? Let's see. I bet I can find something. Billie Eilish is teasing her new album. It's going to have 16 songs. I can't promise that they'll be happy. Uh, Weekend teaming up with Postmates to send meals to Florida healthcare workers from black-owned businesses. That's cool. As we get ready for his performance at the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm still looking. I'm I'm interested to see what his performance is going to be like because he's using $7 million of his own money. It's supposed to be like a cinematic. Cinematic. That's the word. Cinematic. So it's going to look more like a movie than a live performance. Yeah. So I've heard. It's going to be challenging because there's no one's really allowed to go on the field and all that stuff. So he can't have like 
the people with the pom-poms or the flags or the... The hype people. Yeah. Yeah, the usual folks. The vibe people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The people that run out really excited doing the shoulder shimmy as they're running out to the stage. I always wonder how you get hired for that gig. Like, how do you become one of those people that gets to... You're, you you're not. So? You sign up to be an extra. Yeah. It's like one of those things. It's like, though? we're looking for, randomly, we're looking for 30,000 people. Or your like, mom knows somebody that knows somebody <laughs> yeah. that can get you in. Or they're all the people that work for Pepsi, Coke, Doritos, yeah. Yeah. beer companies yeah. that get free passes You're right. Yeah. yeah. We'll like get that. you on the field. Yeah. yeah. With our sponsorship, we would really love to have 40 <laughs> free passes for our kids to do something while yeah. we're getting drunk in the box. Yeah. I'm more excited. Like, I love the weekend and I... I'm excited to see what he's going to do. But I'm excited also to see Eric Church and Jasmine do the um, anthem. I think that's just going to be such an interesting combination. Yeah. So Sunday, the halftime show with The weekend. We will leave E! News with that this morning. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.